Good evening. I'm Alabaster Katz, and it's time for another tale to tell in the dark. Welcome to the show. Tonight is a very special night for those of us sitting in the dark. It's a night where we light our candles, open our doors, and witness the flurry of capes and claws parading through the street. And what better way to celebrate than with a tale about death? Death comes in many forms. It can be a he, it can be a she, it can even be an animal or a mix of all three. Which brings us to tonight's story. What if death was an object? Something you bought at a store, a piece of string, a broken watch, a scratched coin. Would you buy it? Or perhaps the better question is, would you sell it? So tonight, let's barter our way through the sad and the strange and find out what happens when a teenage girl interviews for a job with a merchant who sells the items of your demise. Once again, it's time to grab a drink, dim the lights, and trade our precious minutes for some time in the dark. The show's about to begin. La Boutique de la Muerte by Alabaster Cats In every city, there's a store that everyone knows, but rarely goes inside. A store with odd things in the window display. Old jewelry, dried flowers and second-hand things that feel as though the soul of the person who once owned them is still attached. Things you would never buy, but for some reason are compelled to look at anyway. I often wondered how these places stayed in business, especially since they're usually empty. Nevertheless, it was at a shop like this that I found my new job. I spent most of the morning walking along the strip, looking for work. Unfortunately... Not many stores were hiring an 18-year-old with little work experience. I had hoped to find a job at a trendy boutique like some of my friends, but the only store with a Help Wanted sign was the odd one at the end of the strip. So it was with mixed feelings that I opened the door and stepped inside. A tiny bell rang overhead, and I was welcomed by the pleasant smell of leather and scented candles. The shelves along the walls were filled with ornate crucifixes, tarnished pocket watches, taxidermied animals, and vintage lamps. Several pairs of used shoes lined the edge of the floor, many of them without a twin. And hanging from the ceiling were several twig amulets and the skulls of various birds. Within moments, I was greeted by a young woman wearing a long black dress and a single red rose pinned in her hair. Buenas tardes, señorita. What brings you into the store? Hi, I'm here for the open position. Maravilloso. Let's take a seat at the counter. Upon reaching the glass counter, I noticed that inside were four carefully placed items on a bed of red velvet. 
a large button, a pearl ring, a piece of used chalk, and a length of black ribbon. Taking notice of my interest, the merchant spoke first. See something you like? Oh, no, I said startled. I was just looking. She smiled before moving on. Thank you for coming, huh? Dolores, I said, finishing the sentence. Encantada. It's a pleasure to meet you, Dolores. What do you think of my little boutique? Entertaining the question, I looked around and my eye caught a large candle with the picture of a saint on it. I like it. It's really eclectic. I can see why people come here. Suddenly, the bell above the door rang and a man wearing a blazer rushed in. Disculpame un segundo, said the merchant smiling. I must tend to my customers. Smiling back, I watched as the merchant approached the man. Hola, señor. What brings you into the store today? Sorry, but I'm in a bit of a hurry. Do you have anything that can fix this? The man pointed to where a button was missing on his blazer. Tienes suerte. I have just a thing. Escorting the man to the glass counter, I watched as she took out the large button and showed it to him. That's perfect, said the man. How much? The merchant smiled and shook her head. No le puedo cobrar, pero hagamos un trueque. I cannot charge you, but I'll trade. What do you have in your pocket? The man quickly emptied his pockets and pulled out a matchbook. This is all I have. Perfecto, said the merchant. I'll take it. Handing the man the button, the merchant took the matchbook and passed it to me. Dolores, can you put this in the glass case where the button was? Gracias. Accepting it, I placed it in the case. Then the merchant grabbed a needle and thread from behind the counter and gave it to the man. Señor, please take this with you. You'll need them. Returning her smile, the man placed the button between his teeth and accepted the needle and thread with his free hands. Thanks, he replied with his teeth clenched. Then he rushed out the door. Ahora sí, continuemos. Let's continue. Reaching into my backpack, I pulled out my resume and handed it to her. I know I don't have much work experience, but I'm very responsible. I have a list of babysitting references if you'd like to see them. Qué bien. I see you came well prepared. Suddenly, I heard a woman outside shouting. Sir, are you okay? Sir, oh my God, I think he's choking. Someone help. I glanced at the merchant and saw that she was still reading my resume. Curious to see what was happening outside, I leaned over to look, but then noticed she had turned her attention to me. ¿Todo bien? Are you all right? Uh, yeah, I said hesitantly. I just thought I heard... It says here that you were a volunteer at the fire department. Can you tell me about that experience? Resting back into my chair, I refocused my attention on the interview. Yes, it was last summer during the forest fires. I was a volunteer firefighter. My job was to respond to emergencies and administer first aid. Oh, le gusta ayudar a la gente. You like to help people. Qué noble. I guess so. I volunteered because they needed people with first aid training. I got mine from babysitting. I got certified because I thought it was something important to have if I was going to be watching over kids. The merchant leaned closer. Interesante, she said, nodding with approval. It seems you know how to handle yourself in high-stress situations. We get a lot of that here. Cuéntame, what would you do if a customer walked in and... Suddenly, 
The bell above the door rang, and an elderly woman wearing a shawl and a handbag stepped inside. Disculpa, said the merchant apologetically. I have another customer. Standing up from her seat, she greeted the older woman with a smile. Hola, señora. What brings you into the store today? My, what beautiful flowers, she said, looking at the window display. What are they? Muchas gracias. They're called maravillas. Marigolds in English. Oh, they're quite lovely. I don't see them very often. Huh, then again, I don't get out much. Normally, I just stay home and clean. But every once in a while, I say to myself, Mallory, you should go shopping today. And that's what I did. I took the bus, got off at one end of the street, and walked to the other. And wouldn't you know it? The whole street was filled with shops. It really is something. All the beautiful jewelry in the windows. They're not really my style, though. I'm more of a classic kind of gal. The merchant smiled. Classica, eh? I have just a thing for you. Oh, I don't think I could afford anything. No hay ningún problema. Hoy es su día. Today is your day. The merchant linked her arm around Mallory's and guided her to the glass counter. Dolores, saca el anillo de perlas, por favor. I pointed at the pearl ring in the glass case. Sí, ese es. Sliding open the case, I took out the ring and handed it to Mallory. <gasps> It's beautiful. May I try it on? I looked over at the merchant and she nodded. Then I took the ring and placed it on Mallory's finger. In an instant, her eyes welled with tears. It's lovely, she said, her voice quivering. It looks like the ring my mother wore when I was a little girl. The merchant smiled. Bien, entonces it's yours. Oh, but I couldn't possibly. Not for free, she quickly added. For a trade. Mallory's eyes widened and she began to rummage through her handbag. A moment later, she pulled out a frayed sequin coin pouch. I have this, she offered. The merchant looked at it closely, then nodded. Hecho. Done. Dolores, can you put this in the case where the ring was? Gracias. Smiling at the merchant's generosity, I took the pouch and placed it in the case. Oh, thank you so much, dear. This is truly lovely. Por nada. It's nothing. Have a great rest of your day. Once again, the merchant linked arms with Mallory and walked her to the door. I will, said Mallory. Thank you. After exiting the shop, Mallory turned to give the merchant a parting comment. I think I'll take it off and put it in my purse, just to be safe. The merchant didn't reply. She simply closed the door and returned to the counter. But just as she did, Mallory dropped the ring and chased it out of sight. Seeming not to notice, the merchant sat down and smiled at me. Gracias por su paciencia. I apologize for the interruptions. It's okay, I said politely. You have customers, and I like helping people. I'm glad to hear it. Es lo que hacemos aquí. That's what we do here. Suddenly, I heard screeching tires followed by a dull thump. Standing up from my seat, I began moving towards the door, but was stopped by the merchant. ¿A dónde vas? Where are you going? I think someone just got hit by a car. The merchant glared at me, and her voice snapped like cracking ice. That's, That's not, not your concern. concern. Startled, I fell back into my chair. What do you mean? Your job is to assist each customer that walks through that door. 
I... I understand. Then the merchant's voice softened, and the warmth of her smile returned. Ahora es tu turno. I would like for you to handle the next customer. Recovering my composure, I nodded. Okay, but what if they want to buy something? How do I ring them up? That won't be needed. Just ask the customer to make a trade. The merchant then stood up and moved to the corner of the shop. After a short time, the bell above the door rang, and two young women stepped inside. Ew, I think this is a thrift store, said the blonde carrying an armful of shopping bags. Her brunette friend giggled. <laughs> Putting on my best smile, I greeted them. Welcome, senoritas. What brings you into the store? Senoritas, the blonde repeated, endorsing the term. Then she approached me and set her bags on the counter. Do you have any hair clips? I'm on my way to see my boyfriend, and he's taking me for a ride in his new Jeep, so... I glanced at the black ribbon resting in the case. Hair clips? Those are for face masks and workouts. You need something more elegant. Something trendy. Mm-hmm, replied the blonde emphatically. I have just the thing. Opening the case, I took out the ribbon and handed it to her. Oh, that's actually really cute. Total vintage vibes. I love it. How much? A simple trade, I replied. The blonde furrowed her brow. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Is this like a pawn shop or something? No, senorita. That's just the price. The blonde stared at me for a moment before dismissing the notion. Ugh, whatever. Then she began to rummage through her purse until she pulled out a heavily scratched key. What about this? She asked with a smirk. It's the key to my ex-boyfriend's car. I looked at the merchant and she nodded. Deal, I replied. The blonde set the key on the counter and laughed. <laughs> awesome. You can keep the change. Then she tied her hair with the ribbon and looked at her reflection in the window. Satisfied, the two ladies exited the store. However, just as the blonde crossed the threshold of the shop, a spark jumped from a neon sign and the black ribbon caught on fire. She screamed as her friend desperately tried to smother the flames. I immediately jumped out from behind the counter and raced towards the door when the merchant grabbed my wrist. A spike of pain shot through my arm like an icicle. I pulled away as hard as I could, but the merchant held fast without the slightest struggle. She needs help! I shouted. You have already helped her. What do you mean there's nothing more I can do? What's wrong with you? Let go of me! Her eyes softened. Tranquila, Dolores. There's no need for you to fight it anymore. What's that supposed to mean? The merchant frowned. You don't remember, do you? Remember? Remember what? Releasing her grip, she gently placed her hands on my cheeks. You've been here before. No, I said, pulling away. I haven't. See, si, mija, you have. You came into my shop months ago. You needed a new pair of gloves. Otherwise, you wouldn't be allowed to go on assignment. You were wearing a white uniform that day with a black ribbon in your hair. I looked back at the glass case and was stricken with deja vu. I recalled a pair of tattered leather gloves resting on a bed of velvet and handing over a black ribbon before leaving the boutique. I saw flashes of a burning house and the face of someone trapped inside. 
I felt the flames on my skin and the tiny arms of a little boy wrapped around my neck. Then I heard the ceiling crack, and the last thing I saw were the walls crashing down around me. When my senses returned, I was back in the boutique, my face wet with tears. ¿Te acuerdas? asked the merchant. Yes, I whispered. I remember. Then I looked at her. Why am I here? What do you want from me? The merchant smiled. Tu compasión. That's what brought you here. Even after death, you seek only to help people. This is why it must be you. Me? For what? My replacement. Moving past me, the merchant went behind the counter to retrieve a long black coat. Many people think death is cold and dark, but it doesn't have to be. It can be warm and pleasant. This is why you must welcome all who enter the boutique. It is your job to help them now. Without you, they will lose their way. Putting on the coat, she made her way to the door. The boutique is yours now. Remember, you must tend to the needs of all who pass through these doors. What happens outside is no longer your concern. ¿Entiendes? Wiping away my tears, I straightened up and took a deep breath. I understand. Bueno. Time to go. Then the merchant opened the door to leave, but I stopped her with one last question. Wait. Who are you? The merchant replied without turning around. In the old days, a merchant was identified by the tools they used. If you carried a hammer, you were a blacksmith. If a needle, a tailor. But nowadays, it is difficult to tell a merchant's business simply by looking at them. However, one thing will never change. The services we provide. For no matter the age, there will always be metal to be worked, patterns to be stitched, and a harvest to be reaped. When the door closed, the merchant was gone and I was alone. Unsure as to what would happen next, I took a seat behind the counter and waited. Within moments, the bell above the door rang and a man stepped inside. Composing myself, I took a deep breath and smiled at my first customer. Hola, señor. What brings you into the store today? That concludes our show for the evening. Thank you for listening to the Alabaster Cats podcast, and I hope you enjoyed my presence in the room. Next time, we'll explore the creepy and the quaint as we listen to the lost tapes of a woman who must stay awake to fight the entity that's tormenting her. If you liked what you heard tonight, leave us a review, and be sure to tell a friend about my visitation. Once again, Thank you for joining us. I'm Alabaster Katz, and remember, the best stories are the ones we tell in the dark. Special thanks to tonight's voice talent, Aria Damaris, for her role as Dolores, Sitla Santana 
for her role as the merchant, Sammy Price for her roles as the pedestrian, Mallory, and the blonde, and Adrian Gonzalez for his role as the button man.